0: my guest today from the uk a fellow brit it's a guy that's put together a new wrestling concept you've been putting this together now since 2015 it's urwe unreal wrestling experience magazine-based pro wrestling promotion it's mr paul robinson on the show today with Stu. Stu, how are you doing mate i'm all right mate i'm all right paul so yeah the genesis of this, you've been working on it for a long, long time. It's a great idea. It's a great concept. And I'd like to hear more about how you've put it together, You know how you've got it this far, because I know you're not far away from the big launch.
1: No, well, I'm a huge wrestling fan, and I've been for probably about 30 years now, and always wanted to do the behind-the-scenes bit and actually get into wrestling. And I thought, well, OK, let's see how we can do it in a different way And I've always written comic books and been very artistic. And I thought to myself, well, can we put the two together? And basically we're wrestling as you know it, but mixed with comic books, dirt sheets. We're going to be doing commentary so you can listen to it as well. So it's going to be all that immersive way of getting into wrestling, just a different way. And very comic book based, website based, social media based. And it was a thing that I just stuck together and I was like, right, we're gonna have a go at it. And it just built and built and built till today. And now we're ready to start like letting it out to the public. And hopefully they'll join us on the journey.
0: Amazing, amazing. Have you got wrestlers involved, wrestlers that we know about? You've got guys locally doing it with you. How how is that gonna work? How how are you going
1: about that? we are going right in at the deep end and every so far every wrestler that we're going to launch to everybody specifically for this project so we're gonna go straight in and you don't know any of the wrestlers and that's our job then to make because i think that's the problem sometimes i think you can take well-known wrestlers and put them in so you've got that well-known face and it's like, no, what we're going to do is we're going to, it's our job to build it from the ground up and we're going to stick with the wrestlers that we've already got. Ones that are exclusive to URWE and have never seen them before and it's our job to make them um, the big wrestlers like what you support today. So how, in terms of, like, your colour
0: scheme and things like that, you know, how, how it's going to look. Now, I know you've obviously got your colours in the logo. Will you incorporate that into everything? Or have you got different ideas in terms of how it's going to look?
1: It's going to be, well, we're going to try and mix it up and we're going to go very uh, black and white and traditional for a lot of the, the actual... Um, like the actual action content and then when it comes to the rest of it we're gonna just go we're gonna stick with the main colour. although the logo may change at some point depending on how we're, how we're doing and which direction we're going in but yeah a lot of it's gonna be um, to do with the fans as well and they're going to have a lot of say in a lot of the stuff that happens throughout the whole thing. So it's going to be very interesting to see what direction it turns out to be in the end. Fan
0: interactivity, you know, amazing, great. And I'm sure, you know, you're looking forward to that element of it. In terms of, do they they have a say in terms of how your storylines are going to go, the direction of it, or is that going to be you, you know, as the creator? Is that on, on you? Or do you want them to be involved? You know, is there going to be voting in place and things of that nature? That's what I'm assuming. That's how I'm perceiving.
1: I mean, what we're doing is they're going to have as much interaction as possible. Because I'm one of those people. I'm I'm not going to do a taboo Tuesday on everybody. I'm not going to do it where it's going to be be, uh, based around, uh, like, there's not going to be three choices. And I know what the choice is going to be so I can start sorting it out. It's going to be as many choices as we can give you, and whatever you go with is what we end up doing. And also, we've, we have put this on Twitter a few days back, where we're going to have basically a set of <laughs> titles specifically for the fans. So you're going to get to decide who's in, the, who's in the title picture, the types of matches, and all that sort of thing. And those belts are going to be specifically so the fans can sort the majority of what happens in that out.
0: Amazing, amazing. The title idea is great. I love it.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a male and female, and then a male and female tag titles, and then we're going to have a faction warfare title, specifically for factions.
0: How about the design of the wrestlers and how they're going to look within this, you know, encapsulated in a comic setting, you know, I'd love to ask you about that. I'm very much I'm very much about visuals and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see, you know, your direction with that as well.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very classic, classic comics, very dramatic. They're all going to look, they're all going to look out of this world and completely different to what you're used to in the wrestling industry. Very... What we see in comics today mixed with wrestling. So it's just going to look very dramatised, very classic comics. And we're going to mix it all in and hopefully produce something that people are semi-used to because you know your wrestling and you know your moves and you know your storylines. But bring the comic book element in there as well
0: what things have inspired you to do this? You know, obviously I know it's pro wrestling. You love your pro wrestling, but any other inspirations going into this area with it and, and doing it? Cause it is, it's totally different, which is a testament to you, but yeah, just any other inspirations in, in terms of,
1: you know, the comic, the comic side, maybe I'm getting out there. Well, yeah, I'm a huge comic book fan. I think that's the thing. I think three things that I love in life are, uh, Wrestling, comic books, and music, and we're putting all three. Because even with the music, it's like we're doing it where we've invited unsigned indie artists to send their music in, and basically we're gonna use those songs for the the entrance musics, and it's basically it's all my passions my three passions in life and because with comic books it's reading comic books and i like to sketch comic books and write comic books so and the wrestling and with the fact that i like music so all the three things put together and now and we're going to make it something different but hopefully something that people all draw to and give a chance and have a good go at
0: The audio side of it as well, you know, because we you know, when I think of a comic book, it's that physical, it's that physical thing in your hand, isn't it? But yeah, I like that you're doing that, you know, the way the way it is now, the way it the way we're conditioned and the way you can change things. I like the fact that you can have audio as well as, even though you know it's a visual setting, it's more so a visual setting. So yeah, and I'm a big fan of music as well. So I look forward to hearing the entrance music, man.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to hold it. Th- I think that's the thing. I think all three things separately are things that people enjoy. But then putting the three things together, I think it's going to be something completely different and hopefully something that turns out to be hopefully something for the future that we can, that we can gravitate to as a new form of wrestling.
0: Perfect, man. Perfect. I'm going to move on to you now. I'm just going to come away from you, RWE. Now I know you've been a pro wrestling fan for 30 years. Just uh, pro wrestling for you, man, Paul. What 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 is it about pro wrestling that you still you know love it to this day? That you still gravitate to it as you did when you were younger? Because we were impressionable as kids. As kids, it was totally different, wasn't it? How we how we view it now to how we did as kids. It's different. Your psyche was totally different. But yeah, I want to know just what know why you're inspired by pro wrestling
1: i think it's more to do with i think i started in it when it when i was very young i think i was about seven and it was a guy who left a couple of doors down from me and just bought a video round and was like you've got to watch this i ain't got a clue what it was and i wasn't i didn't know what wrestling was and i put the video in and i think it was SummerSlam 92 and the first match he put it to on purpose was the British Bulldog versus Bret Hart. And I remember watching it and just thinking, okay, we're going to have a look at this. And throughout school, not the best times I had in my life, but wrestling kind of was that shut off where you could just put a video on or watch the telly. Yeah. yeah. And then through the attitude Era, which was probably one of the best times and worse times for some of the characters they give us, but it was a great time. And I think it just, and I kind of stuck to the undertaker throughout that log like, through pretty much his whole career. And it was one of them things where it was just everything. Wrestling was just something that I could sit down and just get out of everything else and have that few hours where you could just sit there and be entertained and enjoy yourself.
0: That's amazing, man. I've said it before on this podcast, I've said it time and time again. I was there for SummerSlam 1992. It's not about me, though. I'm not going to get into that. It's, it's obviously it's about you and promoting what you're doing. But yeah, extending off The Undertaker, man, what what a career, you know, you got to see right the way through. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, we love We Love Undertaker. But yeah, just what was it about or what is it about with The
1: Undertaker for you as, as a fan? I think it was just because I remember on that particular obviously you were there that event it was the one where he was against Kamala and he'd come out on the hearse and it was and it was just the drama of it and the fact that he used to no matter what people used to do to him he used to sit up and he used to carry on and always fight through everything and I think that was his whole and then obviously in 97 and then Kane come into it and then there was that aspect of it and then in the 2000 you had the american badass side of him and then he'd come back to his usual self at wrestlemania 20 and i think it was just that ability to always change his character and give us something different but at the same time keep who the undertaker was through the whole thing amazing mate amazing also
0: i was there at wrestlemania 30 the loss to brock lesnar and again, again, I've said this time and time again, I've recycled this. I have never known energy to sap out of a stadium. I've, honest to God, man, no one was expecting it. I know that came across on television as well. What were you thinking when, when the street was broken? I know we're fast forwarding towards the back end of takers career there. But yeah, what was what were your thoughts and feelings when the street was broken, man?
1: I mean, that, that one guy's face that they always put on every time they show it. That was me. That was the whole... I remember literally... Because obviously, it was just something that you were accustomed to. You were accustomed to a person getting in the ring with him. He was going to win. The number was going to come up on the screen. And that was it. And then as soon as that... And we, we've heard loads of stories about whether it was made by Vince McMahon. Some other people say it was somebody else's thing. Shawn Michaels said it was, the decision was made, I think it was like three hours before the event... And I think it was one of them things where if you're going to get a WrestleMania moment, it was going to be that one. And that was the only thing that was going to really, that was the only thing at the time that could silence a crowd and make them feel what they felt. And it was, just, I mean, it was a great moment, but I think as much as he said on interviews and I, I think as well, I just, it should never have been broken ever. It was one of them things where, if he was that injured, like he what I know he was he had a concussion and he he couldn't carry on very well, then if that was the reason then I'd have gone, well, fair play, you've got to do it on the fly. Brock was alright, he beat him, done. But I think for respect to a man who'd given you twenty something years at the time and did all that service to him, kept through all the Monday night wars and all that sort of stuff, I believe that till he at least till he got to Maybe Roman. And then he should do, then he could take his take his loss. But I think give especially giving it to Brock as well. I don't think at the time Brock really needed it.
0: No, say that's good. It's good to hear your perception, you know, your psyche with it, man. I, I love that. I love that. I think uh, it's just it's just crazy, man. It was just crazy that night. I've just never known. I've been to I've been to a fair, you know, fair amount of WrestleMania's and That that is just, I've never known, I've just never known the crowd. Man, you could have heard crickets chirping if we were outside. And it was the dismay of of Paul Heyman, ran by the ring as well, man. It was, uh, I think they they still maintain that it was only Vince, Brock and Taker
1: that knew the finish. Well, yeah, and and I can imagine. The thing is with Paul Heyman, though, he's very good anyway. So, I mean, if he did know, then... And he's, he's a very good actor Like he seems to be every week So it's one of them things where sometimes You don't know whether it's a work or a shoot Or what it is But at the end of the day, come out It was a bit like the Montreal job. Whether it was a work or a shoot It still come out as one of the big, biggest moments in wrestling So it still worked out well Another day is here And you're ready for it What to wear? Check Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: Perfect, man, perfect. Yeah, I'd like to ask you, you, watch. you watch the current product? Are you still as invested in it? You know, online it, it, it's very toxic. Online, uh, people people do my head in online. Actually, bemoaning the product. Everyone's a wrestling writer. This, that, and the other. I know people have their opinion. I get that, but I think it's it hot. is. It. I've never known a wrestling community. I've uh, just in general, like, sports or anything to be so toxic. Other sports aren't even this bad. Um, I know it's the way of the world now. Everything's accessible. People can comment on what they want. But what are your thoughts and feelings with the with the modern Side of wrestling from fan perspective. I
1: mean, I've always been a WWE fan from day one. But I think the WWE side of it new. I mean they start I think what's happened, I think AEW's give them a real kick and kind of got them to have a look at themselves and understand that just because your name's WWE doesn't mean that you can give us a liquidated down version of what you've got. The name's not going to take you everywhere. And I think AEW over the last maybe two and a bit years have kind of really stepped up and given them that competition to, help, to what looks like at the moment. They seem to be pulling it out a bit more now and understanding that they can't just sleep through it and just give us a product every week, that they actually have to think about what they're doing and get their best guys in and the best matches and really step up. Because AEW, I mean, I watch it every week and it's it's just, I mean, the problem is, is if you don't like AEW, most of the time, it's because you're a WWE fan from the start and you kind of, you've almost been like manipulated into liking a certain type of thing. And I think with the AEW, they don't give you that. They give you pro wrestling and mixed with a little bit of sports entertainment, whereas WWE's sports entertainment mixed with a bit of pro wrestling. And I just think now, hopefully, between the two companies, they're going to both give their best. And then as fans, we're going to get probably some of the best wrestling we've had in a while.
0: How do you feel about the roster? I've got my thoughts and feelings about the roster. Uh, the women's division, they were looking to add. I, I get that. They, they've added plenty of women now because that, that was a critique from a lot of people. Uh, the, the women's division, AEW is not you know, fantastic. They need more bodies and they've done well. I shouldn't term the ladies as bodies, actually. But they've. I think that they've had to do that. On the men's side, I think this is too much now. And I understand that, you know, the cross-promoting with New Japan, and I get it and I like it, but I just think there's a lot of talent now. There's a lot of talent vying, you know, for TV time. Just my personal perception, Paul, I don't know how you feel about it. I, I know it's great uh, and the calibre of talent that are coming in, you know, your Ospreys, people of that nature. It is great, but I think there's a hell of a lot, there's a hell of a lot of people on that roster now. It- it- in my personal opinion, it's a bit too big. It's a, it's a bit too big for my liking. But I don't know how you feel about it.
1: I mean, it is a very... The men's rosters very... I mean, there's, a, there's so many guys. And the problem is there's so many good people out there. Yeah. And yeah. I think the problem is for me, and it's not... It's probably it's my fault, is the fact that I tend to not watch stuff like the elevation, Dark Elevation and Dark. So, like, I see people like, for example, The Acclaimed who are a very, very good tag team. And because I don't watch Dark and Dark Elevation, I basically missed most of their wins. So anytime I see them on, on Rampage or on Dynamite, they tend to lose. Mm. And I think that's one of them where if you're going to build them on one, on a couple of shows and then bring them onto the main show, you've got to at least... Elevate them on the main show as well before, because otherwise people don't know who they are. And I also think it's one of them where with the men I mean, the women's side. The problem is the women have got low, like very good wrestlers. Mm. There's some good wrestlers there, and I think maybe they can add a couple of more in the future. Maybe Sasha Banks will come over. We don't know. But I think the problem is with the women's division. It's like when Thunder Rosa won the title when she won a double or nothing. The next note, a oh, dynamite, we didn't really see a lot about her. And I was like, well, where's your, your you? You've got a story arc. There's... You need a story arc yeah. with it. I get
0: you. I get you, man. I get you totally. Sasha Banks, I, I, I've got to interject here on Sasha Banks. I, I, her attitude stinks. Um, I, and also... She's good in ring. She's good in the ring. I'm not disputing that. Very talented. I appreciate what she can do. But I've I've said it before, when she was on Broken Skull Sessions, I've never heard someone so self-deprecating in all my life. You're on there with Steve Austin, of all people. And, you know, the likes of Cody have turned up on there, humble as hell. It was all me, me, I, I with her, man. Um, She thinks she's better than she actually is in some respects. Just, I want to extend off that. What do you think of her from what you see her, you know, see her as and how she's portrayed?
1: I mean, with with any wrestler, especially at the moment when we talk about stuff like MJ, there's a difference between the person and the character and sometimes they cross over a bit. And I don't know what's her trying to be Sasha Banks, the character, and what's her being the person who she acts. I'm not quite sure. I mean, I know as married to one of the guys who works in the, like in the back in WWE and he's a lovely guy and I don't know what they're like behind the scenes. I don't know what she's like in real life, but I think she, she's, well, even if you don't say she's a good talent in the ring, if you don't say, whatever you say about her, she's a name and a oh, very yeah,
0: well
1: respected name yeah. in wrestling. And I absolutely. think if you put her into somewhere like an impact or an AEW, yeah. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna turn it up a notch. Mm. People are gonna people are gonna watch, and people will want to see. Whether, again, whether you think she's a good wrestler or not, people will want to see Sasha versus Britt Baker, Sasha versus Thunder Rosa, Sasha versus Tony Storm, Sasha versus Ruby Soho. People are want to see those matches, and I think she's a name, and maybe she knows that she's a name. And that's why she's like she's. Maybe she maybe she believes in herself more than what WWE did. Because, yeah, WWE did good things with that. But did they do enough? Have they done enough with the likes of Bailey and people like that? Not necessarily. Maybe she thinks she's worth more. And then maybe in AEW in 90 days or however long we'll see her in there and she can show what she's got. Because as soon as she turns up somewhere, that everybody's going to have their eyes on to see what she does.
0: So whatever you
1: think about her behind the scenes and that, I think just look to see what she does in the future. And hopefully she comes in very professional, does the job that she's supposed to do, and we don't get any more of what we've had up to now.
0: I think she's she's always been a problem. Uh, you know, this is twice, isn't it? Walking out seeing her arse and stuff like that. As I say, as a talent, I, I she's fantastic. I'm not disputing that. But I've heard a lot of stuff. And I know people get hassled in airports and in public areas for, for autographed photos. I understand that. I just think sometimes you can deal with it better. But we've heard the same thing with Seth Rollins. I know they need to have their own time and have their space. But there's ways of there's ways of dealing with it. You know, if I was in their shoes, I'd be I'd be respectful. Cause at the end of the day, the fans are paying a portion of the wages. I know they've got TV deals and sponsorship and stuff like that, but we do pay a portion of the wages, Paul, when you think about it. Well, we still yeah. do. We still do. Well, yeah.
1: I think I think the problem is, is it's the same with footballers. Cause I, I used to go to a lot of villa games. And there used to be a couple of players, I won't mention any names, who, as soon as they came out, would just head straight for the car and disappear. And I'm like, I understand. You've done your job. You've walked out the door. You maybe need to get home. Maybe you've got summertime. I don't know what's going on in your life. You can't understand. You don't know what the wrestlers are going through. That's. They, it. They've got their own personal lives. But the problem is that part where you thank the fans and you take your pictures and you do your autographs, it's pretty much part of their actual job. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yes, do you get off a of, photo you've done for so many hours and have lots of fans and stuff like that? Maybe not. But one thing that you'll want to do is you'll want to make sure that your fans get what they want out of you and then they'll disappear then. And then you can go about your day and you can do what you want. At the end of the day, if you don't do that and you don't take part in that, then that's where you come unstuck because then people dislike you for it and people are slate you on social media and you'll get a bad rap for it. And it's like all you've got to do is come off the plane, spend a couple of minutes, take your pictures, walk off again, and then that's it. And I think it is actually part of the job that that's some it. wrestlers need to understand. That is part of it. Hmm.
0: No, that's no perfectly put, man. No, it is. It is. It's no, nice to have your opinion on it, man. I like you know. I like asking guys, when they come on about it. Back to Unreal Wrestling Experience. URWE, obviously comic based wrestling promotion. Just where the fans, the listeners, the viewers can find you, um, and and when when it is all coming out, when the date is and stuff of
1: that nature. Just in closing, please, Paul. Yeah, sure. So you can find us on Twitter currently at official URWE. And also from the 1st of July, we're going to have our own section on a magazine called Electric Music Magazine, which you can also find on Twitter at one electric mag. And they're going to basically they basically given us the right to pretty much put what we want on there. So anything that goes on our Twitter and any updates that we have, they're going to pretty much do a big roundup of it on their magazine. So you can see all the signings that we've made and all the announcements that we made for the new shows we're going to do and all that sort of stuff. So you can go to both of those Twitters and then in the future, we're going to have more things coming out where you can find us. But right now, just check us out and follow us and join us on the journey because... It's going to be a great ride and hopefully by the end of it, we're going to have a wrestling company that's going to rival all the other companies and we're going to be in the same night, the the same sentences and the same stories as the other companies.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Well done you, man. Well done. I know it's been a long process for you getting it to here and you're not, you're not far away now and it's good, you know, Electric Music Magazine are involved as well showcasing you. So yeah, Thank you, thank you for coming on, Paul, the creator, oh, no the creator of Unreal Wrestling Experience, a comic-based wrestling promotion. I can't wait to see everything in visual form. I can't wait to see the audio. I can't wait to see the stories that are going to be told as well. Mr. Paul Robinson from the Midlands in the UK, about two two and a half hours away from where I am here on the North Wales coast.
1: Oh, I'd I'd love I'd love to come down to Wales all the time. We, we tend to do a lot of our holidays in, in a place called Towing. You're not far away from here, mate. Honestly,
0: yeah. Towing I, is about 10, I 15 love, minutes away, brother.
1: I love Towing. It's an amazing place. See, so you never, to, never know, mate, one day, one day I'll, see, I'll see you down there.
0: <laughs> literally, literally, mate, about 10 minutes away from here up the road, not even that far away. Thank you so, so much for coming on, man. It's been great you hearing what love, you're going to be mate. doing.